0: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly sponsored by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. As a city supporter, we know you value delivery, and McDelivery is up there with the very best. You'll always be winning with McDelivery because, just like Kevin De Bruyne, McDelivery puts your order right on a plate. So the only thing left to say is are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18-plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At burp. Okay. Will it be a peaceful, easy feeling for City as they look to take it easy this weekend with the Club World Cup around the corner? Or will the Eagles make things even more desperado for the Blues? It's Friday, the 15th of December. I'm Adam Booker.
1: Uh, I'm Amos Murphy.
2: (laughs) I'm Joe Ricci. And this is
0: the City Report Podcast.
1: a thrilling start for Manchester City! The fastest ever goal in an FA Cup final. 2023 is the City treble year. Champions of England, FA Cup winners, and now, at last, champions of Europe. Manchester City are kings of Europe. Now they have their triple crown.
0: Well then, Amos and Joe Ricci, let's get into things. Uh, no, I'm joined by Adam Booker. And I'm joined by Mulv from The Noisy Pod. And Mulv, will kick things off. We had a question from your um, co-partner, Joe and They ask us, does energy drinks and nicotine count as lunch?
2: <laughs> I think for him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, I think yeah, the real question to sustenance. Amos is,
0: what is
1: lunch? Lunch mm. doesn't
0: exist. Lunch doesn't exist because the free meals of the day absolutely are breakfast, dinner and tea. Now, anybody who's listened to the show from the start will know my militant opinions on that, but um I fear I am very much in the minority when it comes to saying stuff like that. I
2: I tend to agree with you. <laughs> I think but, most uh... of the
0: world probably would outside of Greater <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> I'm torn obviously. Mixed allegiances, mm-hmm. oh, as we say over here, a trade. Dual
2: passports.
0: <laughs> Is a dual passport just like a US passport and, and a season ticket in the South Stand? Does that count as like a nationality? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. Me Perfect. Adam, have you got anything to add to this um, completely off-the-rails debate before we get going on to some actual football chat?
1: Well, I, I think I eat weird meals because... My body is weird. <laughs> I've got weird body syndrome. Um,
0: <laughs> is everything okay? I don't. You know everything. Everything's totally things. fine.
1: Yeah, everything's totally fine. I don't eat breakfast. Food is disgusting to me for the first like two hours that I'm awake. I genuinely can't. I can't stomach it. I can't even look at it. And then because I haven't eaten since the night before, at some point in the day, I'll just be, I'll be famished, and I'll just pass out from <laughs> hunger. And then I'll eat a you know, <laughs> huge, huge meal. <laughs> Uh, usually with a lot of baked beans involved, and then uh, okay, and then I just constantly eat these little meals until I feel too sick to move at about six o'clock. I digest till about ten, then I eat a sandwich. And I go to bed and I do it all again the next day. <laughs> yet, he- yet here I am. One gust of wind and I might blow away into another country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like it isn't necessarily the most nutritious of, of um, diets, but guys, whatever. No, I think works, I've given myself
1: IBS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I guess most people do in that sense. You kind of. Interesting it body through. syndrome. Yeah, (laughs) interesting (laughs) body syndrome. Right, I'm putting down the gauntlet, let's get into it. Um, Chaps, if you haven't already, or listeners, if you haven't already, go back and and take a listen to yesterday's episode, we reviewed the Red Star game in more detail, but more quickly, um, thoughts on, sort of sort of multifaceted question now, thoughts on the Red Star game, thoughts on the youngsters involved, and thoughts on City's Champions League campaign as a whole. First time ever doing 6 from 6, pretty good for the European champions, I have to say.
2: Absolutely, mate. What's that? Um, eight consecutive wins, twenty unbeaten in in this competition. Fantastic. I really enjoyed the game yesterday. No no jeopardy involved. So got a chance to just sit down, relax, and uh, enjoy some football. Uh, great to see the kids. Um, it's it's it is testament to you know the academy and that that they can come in and and it looks pretty seamless. Um, because it did. We we looked more like Ourselves yesterday than we have in some time, I would say. Uh, I think we're moving back towards looking like uh, like we should. Um, the the, f- the fluidity is is coming back. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. I mean, the the kids were great, weren't they? Um, mm-hmm. Especially great to see Hamilton get get off the mark in his his professional debut. Right, <laughs> that's mad. That is mad. Um, nah, I loved it. Enjoyed it very much, mate.
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm i usually very vocal about my distaste for children, especially when they're scurrying around the climbing gym uh, and running underneath me and putting their lives in in danger, which is what has, has turned me against children. Um, but I really enjoyed the kids, just like Moth. Uh, I thought Micah Hamilton was kind of a breath of fresh air, considering... Um, you know, City have in the past couple of games maybe failed to create chances and looked a bit disjointed, but actually having two really tricky wingers in Micah Hamilton and Oscar Bob on on either side in the second half of what I thought was a decent performance in midfield from Phillips and Kovacic, and, and you guys talked about Nunes yesterday, who was superb. Um, I actually thought it looked very jointed, if that's the opposite of disjointed. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, there's lots of caveats about the dead rubber nature of the game the opponent and and all of that stuff but um i think you have to be fairly pleased considering the last time i can remember city having a dead rubber champions league game where they rotated the team um kyle walker tried to assault somebody got a three-game suspension and city lost the game Sure.
0: True. That was true. Um, yeah. And, and, like I said, it is six from six, the first time for City. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think that they said on commentary, the last English team to do that was Liverpool in 2021. And that was like famously one of the worst seasons on record, at least sort of, of the last 10 years or so. So we'll have to wait and see, but you can only beat what's in front of you. And speaking of teams that will be in front of you more, the draw is on Monday. Um, City obviously got, Through to the last 16, as group winners, that means they'll play a runner-up. Is there any teams there that you're looking at the draw going, yeah, I think I'd fancy them, no, I wouldn't particularly want to take them on? I I think a a few people have made a comment about the competition being quite weak this year, bar from the likes of Real Madrid, um, City by Munich, obviously. Is there any teams that you're looking at you you don't really fancy, or or is there some that you think City would tear apart?
2: Yeah, there there were a couple. Uh, One of them made it through and one didn't. Uh, So, first off, into Milan. Uh, I think are a tough matchup for City. Uh, we we discovered that in the Champions League final, where it was super mm-hmm. tight, and they probably could have won it uh, if not for some uh, dodgy attacking, <laughs> dodgy yeah. striker play, and uh, cough, cough, a, Lukaku, yeah, and a very dainty header from Ruben Diaz. That I don't know how he made that go wide of the post, but uh, yeah, so them for sure. I uh, don't want to play Inter, um, but we might, right? Because they finished mm-hmm. second um, in their group. The other one I wanted to avoid, funnily enough, was Newcastle, because of late we've really struggled against them, and there's just a real energy about them at the moment, um, mm-hmm. especially at Saint James's Park, where they, you know, the, the crowd is very much a an extra man for them. Uh, they they celebrate tackles like goals. Uh. <laughs> if, you, if you've seen some of the so, uh, uh,
1: the Geordies with their shirts off, I think it's more than just one extra man. It's an extra man and a half.
0: Do you know, I don't know if you guys will know this. I don't know if you guys will know this, but it's a true story. Um, My granddad used to work for Adidas years and years and years ago. And when Newcastle originally sponsored, or the kits were manufactured by Adidas, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying they had a 6XL, and they were the only team who a 6XL was manufactured for. So to further that point, Adam, um, without any more comments. That's
2: how you get American fans on board.
0: (laughs)
1: so we've come for the americans and
0: we've come for the kids
1: it's been a great start is that why i can't get any meat on my bones because the rest of the americans are hogging all the meat
0: You're an, you are an anomaly in that sense i guess um yeah so what we were saying uh newcastle yeah well obviously more of that they've crashed out as the terminology goes yeah dodged them Yep, yep. Magpies have been shot down, um, which is probably more of a a, a British pastime um, than an American one, um, given our tendencies around this time of year. So, um... Yeah, let's try and refocus on some football, uh, which is actually going to be happening the next sort of forty-eight hours or so. City returning to Premier League action after the win at the weekend. Um, Adam, what do you want to see from City in this game against Crystal Palace? Because we'll avoid the the sort of tedious nature of trying to go into too much detail about tactics, about lineups, etc., etc. Because quite frankly, it could be anything in the last couple of weeks has shown us that it probably will be anything um but how do you want to see city approach the game obviously returning back home against a team who some would consider being a bit of a bogey side for city especially in recent uh, recent meetings but on the surface adam a team city really should be beating and quite comfortably as well
1: yeah they should and i think to answer the question of what do i want to see um i want to see city get an early lead and put their foot on the ball and stand around for 70 odd minutes. Cause that's, the, that, that's the one thing cycle. they just haven't been able to do this season. We've seen that they have the ability to come from behind on multiple occasions. And that's a fantastic trait for a team to have. Um, but they also have the ability to take a lead and drop it in um, hysterical circumstances. The way we've seen against Chelsea, mm-hmm. the way we've seen against Tottenham, um, somewhat the Liverpool game, but that was a tighter affair probably than the Spurs and Chelsea clashes. So I want to see them take a lead and I want to see them just kind of smother the game in in the way that we saw them do all the way to a treble last season because this, you know, magical 15 game winning streak, 20 game winning streak, whatever they need to go on to, to do their usual come from behind and win the league. um, That's not going to happen if they don't have the ability to hold on to leads because they take leads fairly often. Um, so I, you know, last season at the Etihad against Palace, I think they went 2-0 down and came back and won 4 2 That was that week and a half of a Holland hat trick every 72 hours or so. Um, but yeah, I think as little, you know, fireworks as possible would be the best thing for City.
0: Yeah, I think I'm. I'm on the same page. Um, obviously, more for anyone who, who didn't doesn't listen to your show, please do. Nice neighbor pod, it's absolutely fantastic. But you said last week in in the preview leading up to Luton game that it was it was somewhat of a must win, and, and and I agreed with that sentiment because given what had gone before, it City couldn't afford to go five matches without a victory. You know, it had Tottenham sort of got a decent result, which they did against Newcastle. We could have been looking at being sort of in fifth outside of the Champions League spots. Do you feel like that's kind of still the case going into this game Um, in the sense that for me last week was more of a win at whatever cost, whatever body part has to put the ball into the net, just do it. Is that a little bit like this now heading into the Club World Cup as well, which we'll touch on in a moment, but sort of just making sure those you've got them wins on the board. Performance-wise, I agree with Adam, it would be nice to see City actually have a little bit of control of the match for once and not sort of have to rely on a 4-3 or a 3-2, whatever it might be. But at the same time, it is a case of just get the three points, especially against teams like Palace, just get the three points.
2: Mm. Yeah, I do do keep that same sentiment about the must-win because, unfortunately, we've got to right the wrongs of of dropping points to uh, some of the top teams in the league. And mm-hmm. the only way to do that is to beat the lower half teams. Um, I'm quite confident about the game, though, in that we are at home. And I think directionally our form and our, our performances are getting back to our best. Um, there there are glimpses there that we're, we're getting back some control that we, we've we been missing. Um, um, so yeah I'm, I'm, I guess I'm somewhere in between I, I agree with what Adam was saying about he'd like to see the control back probably a clean sheet as well mm. um, but uh, yeah ultimately we got we to call back the points that we uh, that we dropped earlier in the season
0: yeah a clean sheets an interesting one I think I'm right in saying it's five in the Premier League this season which is um, well pretty shit for want of a better word um, it's, it's not the best. well I, I did the
1: math I think it was after the Spurs game Um that city finished last season keeping clean sheets in 35% of their premier league matches and this season if this if the season ended right now it's something like 24% or 25% so it's not horrendous mm-hmm. but over the course of a 38 game season that's a lot more goals conceded
0: yeah and it does sort of speak to the the issues some people have raised about you know the the openness and the the switching philosophy with sort of more ball carriers and how city have approached those games i i, I do think it is I, I, as we're sort of out of this run now we can look back at it and go and it, it was a little bit unique you know don't get me wrong we all got caught up in it and and the the chelsea game was a bit of a shit show tottenham was frustrating but you know you look back on the match and you go city didn't lose against liverpool chelsea and um the other one Tottenham Hotspur. Obviously, Aston Villa, suspensions, injuries, whatever, it happened, it happened. So, you know, a bit of perspective. City's very much in the title race. But um, h- how much do you think, then, move? the upcoming trip to Saudi Arabia for the World Cup will play a part for City on Saturday? Because I don't necessarily think we'll start seeing Guardiola rotating players out to keep them fresh, but as we saw against Red Star, it is kind of down to the bare bones when you take one or two players out of the team and I kind of want City to, maybe not prioritise the Club World Cup, but I certainly want them to win it just because of the the effort it takes to get there and it's obviously City's first time, but do you think that's going to play a part? Will it, it sort of maybe distract the players a little bit <laughs> heading into this tie or is it just a case of, you know, this this is a match, get over this hurdle, then we can focus on a nice couple of days in Saudi Arabia against either Red Diamonds or Leon, which should be um, an interesting contest. If
2: I know Pep and I know this club, uh, they will want to win that so badly uh, that, and they will prioritize it. I think, even uh, to the extent that I think a couple of questionable uh, fitness issues this weekend probably won't play at all, and um, okay. he'll he'll save them for um, for that tournament because that it'll be it's a title. He doesn't matter, you know how regard it regarded it is it just continues to add to this legacy of, of last mm. season and and just piling on the, the trophy hole from from this period um so he'll look at that as probably the most important get more important than palace i would i would imagine because you know it is still relatively early in the season um but i think there'll be strong lineups in both mate as strong as he can go um in saudi arabia this week and i think he'll be careful with some players, um, I'm thinking like Grealish, Doku, Haaland. Um, am I missing anybody there who's kind of... Stones has been in and out, hasn't he? He obviously played okay. um, yeah.
0: quite a bit of, of football on getting the days mixed up. Wednesday night against Red Star, which I, I think was a bit of a surprise at the same time. But mm. perhaps he's somebody he has been yeah. in and out of the team. He's been sort of looked after a little bit and, and, and wrapped in bubble wrap. Um, maybe rushed back a little bit earlier on in the season when he had his injury. No, but
2: I think I think it'd be good um, to 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 win that for sure because then you can stack that fifth trophy next to the yeah.
0: the other four. we we'll have to do another you know, five send trophies, and the,
2: the, <laughs> the trophies around the world again. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, poor Arielle, she's going to be worked out if it, if it is another trophy. Let, let's um, <laughs> let's
1: <laughs> contemplate this. This is not mathematically possible anymore, but I still want to have the hypothetical discussion. If City won. If they became the four formidables again and won the Club World Cup, what's the punny term that they get called?
0: Well, we could call it because of the Super Cup.
1: Okay. So the so city could, win five win. trophies this season. What's yeah. the punny um, name they get? We've had Centurions. We've ooh. had formidables.
0: Um this, this is a question for the Man City marketing department. Um the Filthy Five? Uh, you, you look like you've got one yourself. This, this, this is a question you look like you're The Filthy your, Five your is what Jack
1: Grealish and all of his friends call themselves.
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a Pentuple, yeah? A Pentuple?
1: Ooh. Is, is, right? it, is like it not? That. Is Quinn not involved? Am, is I, five, am I wrong right? in thinking Quinn is involved? Who, Niall? Quint?
2: Quintuple?
1: I think it might be a Quintuple. Pen?
0: It's, no, but Pentagon's yeah, five, wrong, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> This is the most white guy podcast segment you'll ever come to hear. Three, <laughs> three guys just completely spaced out at the uh, the concert. shapes. That's what the world needs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another white guy of a podcast, as your uh, soundboard often <laughs> says listeners let us know what you would uh, what you would want our five trophy hall to be known as in the replies or on social media at city report pod um that'll do for part one listeners stick around we have got a little bit of trivia to end the week so um yeah join us after this short break
1: hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if, if. only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news
0: The Etihad Stadium really is wonderful at this time of the season. And the same goes for McDelivery. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to the City Report podcast. In a moment, I will hand over to my glamorous assistant, Adam Booker, who's got the latest segment of the Who Am I series where he basically gives us a a few clues of a city player of yesteryear and we have to guess who it is but as always if you haven't already please make sure you are hitting subscribe you're hitting follow also check out noisy pod descriptions uh sorry links in the description as per usual but adam take it away what have you got for us this week
2: hang on you you say glamorous but i can't quite tell the the camera (laughs) he's working from it looks like he's (laughs) in some sort of witness protection program like
1: (laughs) Well, I am, can we get after, after, some, after some of the comments comment, today probably after the pentagon comment <laughs> i've had to go away <laughs> to a safe house which, in the oregonian woods yeah
0: which the listeners will never know about is for our our wonderful ears only maybe one day we'll drop that if there's ever a scandal um
1: we'll release that um yeah, let's play some Who Am I? After the intro uh, at the start of this episode, I'm even more confused about my identity than I was before. But <laughs> listeners, you probably are familiar. I know Amos and Molve are familiar with this game. I have a city player, past or present, in mind, and I am going to reveal clues about that player one by one, and it's up to Amos and Molve and you at home to answer the player as quickly as you possibly can. Now, the most recent player we had, which stumped our very own Joe Butters was Emmanuel Adebayor. I would say this one's on maybe similar levels of difficulty, but we'll see. Uh, Amos, please pick a nation.
0: Um, So, I'm on a website um, that's very ambiguous, but I'm on a website which has the longest names of countries, and apparently, although this is quite hard to believe, the longest country name in the world is Central African Republic. So, I'm going to go for Central African Republic,
1: Adam. Molf, pick a nation, please.
0: Uh, so, Africa. I theme. want the shortest go, uh... possible
1: nation you can think of.
0: Do you want me to tell you? I've got the answer. I'm on the website. Yeah, that's, I'm interested. Togo is one of them, or any other four-letter nation, and also in Africa as well. So, um, Speaking Togo. of Adebayor, is
1: he not from Togo? Yes, he is. He's Togolese all right if you know the answer please shout out your nation's name and please let me finish the entire clue before you shout out your name are mm. we ready is there any consequences if we don't yeah you have to schedule a lunch with jurgen klopp at twelve thirty for a saturday <laughs> <laughs> okay taken all right here we go clue number one who am i i started my senior career in la liga I started my senior we get career.
0: frozen out, don't we? If we if we if we answer wrongly, so we can't. Yes, if you guess incorrectly, incorrectly,
1: your opponent will have the next clue safe from you to answer and steal it. Okay. I started my senior career in La Liga. Clue number two. I was a city player until 2020.
2: Wow.
1: Ooh, interesting. So it appears they were unhappy with the UK's response to the COVID pandemic, and they <laughs> hightailed it out of town. Join the, join the queue. I was a city player okay. until 2020. Who am I? I made my first city appearance in a 4-0 win against Bournemouth in 2016.
0: This is tough. 2016. And that was the first city
1: appearance. Correct. And it was off the bench. Oh.
0: Interesting.
1: I have an idea, but I'm not sure. All right. Shall I move on? Yeah. Girona is the club that I have made the most appearances for in my career and those appearances have come across oh. two different stints with the club
0: Togo I I, I swear can we have a VAR check cuz listeners might not have been oh, able, hang on. To see I, it. Be able to I, see I didn't it. even say but-
1: I didn't even hear you say anything Amos
0: no, no, no! I'm saying Morph was going in way before the clue was finished. I saw him I have to say there with finger on his
1: mouth <laughs> like a child. Oh well, I don't. Go I on. didn't. I didn't have the screen up, so I didn't hear him until after the clue was uh, Moth. Okay.
2: Oh, um, is it is it Alex Garcia?
1: Boo! Nicely done, Morph. Amos, I don't get. What's your bone to pick here? I don't understand.
0: So, yeah, so, right. he's, so he's 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 Mikel So Artetti, we had a bit of a Simon Hooper situation here because I <laughs> you if you've not got if you've not got the screen up, you're not gonna have been able to see this, but as you're mid midway through the clue, I see Morv open his mouth and I see him go to the microphone and I see the, the T and the O and the, the go no. start to be it didn't quite I'm not quite sure audibly it would have picked up, but there was certainly there was certainly um, a premature Uh insertion of the There um, was a sound, but
2: it weren't Togo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't the answer either.
1: So
0: Um I'm clear. Clear. Not clear and obvious. No, no. We'll get Michael owen on and Howard Webb on the show to go
1: through (laughs) it. Considering I don't believe it impacted you in any way, shape or form, I'm gonna have to side (laughs) with Mulve here and say he is still the winner.
0: Well, I, I was I was too busy during the quiz. I was obviously paying attention as usual, but I was too busy getting up an automated sound for the Central African Republic, which obviously I didn't get to use. So I'll I'll show you what I, I managed to come up with. The Central African Republic. So unfortunately, we didn't get to didn't get to hear that. Um, mm. That's what, that's how I was spending my time listening to the uh, listening to the clues. So you probably were not on the path
1: to Alish Garcia, were you?
0: Uh, I started out at Nolito, and then um, yeah. <laughs>
1: No. Let me let me ask you this. Would, would this clue have given you Alish Garcia? While I typically have played in England and Spain, I did play one season with the mighty white and reds of Dinamo Bucuresti.
0: <laughs>
1: nah. Did you have to look up their nickname? You don't know the nickname of Dinamo well, Bucuresti?
0: Cons- considering they're a, a Romanian team, I'm guessing they're not they don't go by the English version, so would you have a, yeah? No, that's the full of official
1: saying... title of the club: FC the Mighty White and Reds of Dinamo Bucharesti. <laughs> have a go at saying the remaining it's, lo- it's longer like, than the Central African Republic.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, I've t- I've just got it up now. Um, Al-, Al 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 Barosh Al- Baroshi. They've also got a nick- nickname: the Red
1: Dogs. Al Baroshi. Is, is he the guy that does all the mob movies?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea what that reference is about, unfortunately. Um, but well done, Mulf. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Is there another?
1: No. Ah. Oh. Sorry. That's disappointing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's disappointing. I, I realized because, you know, on, the, on an international break, we did about 15. I believe it was with you, Mulf. <laughs> we did about 15 players in <laughs> yeah. one go. Yeah. And, you know, as I've, I've been vocal about this, I, I stole this game from a Minnesota Vikings podcast that I listen to every mm. day. Um, and there's a lot more players that play for NFL teams than there are players that have played for city in the last 20 years. So eventually I'm going to run out of players. So I have to be sparing with these games or I'm just going to start making players up. Mm, yeah, al-, al barashi he'll be the first player i make up
0: al barashi yeah fair enough Um my well, listeners hopefully this episode is a little bit more patched together than it has been recorded we've had quite a giggle and there'll be no doubt a few takes removed for legal purposes but Mold, as always it's been an absolute joy thank you very much for hopping on you're welcome anytime thank you fellas uh happy holidays to you happy holidays yeah, you yeah absolutely yeah, I've still, um, still got a few advent calendar doors to open. Adam, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you. Oh, what's that? Oh, the sorry, the Pentagon detention agent is uh, coming down here and saying it's time <laughs> for me to get off. Indeed, indeed. Uh, it was a good run, that Adam. It was a good, was a good yeah.
0: run, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good innings, fella. Um, before that happens, I guess we'll get out of it. Thank you very much for listening this week, and until next time, we'll see you later.